0: everybody it's me Rajiv Tiwari and thanks for listening to the Real Friends Podcast. Today's episode is going to be a little different from what I normally do and talk about on here. So last week we were struck with the tragic news of the passing of acclaimed actor Chadwick Boseman and I kind of want to dedicate this episode to Chadwick's life and legacy and what he did with the Black Panther and what that meant for a lot of people. So coming on you know, later on in the show is my friend Kyra Fontaine, and she gives me her perspective on what the Black Panther and what Chadwick Boseman meant to her as a black woman. But back to Chadwick. So after a lengthy battle with colon cancer, he took his last breath with his family by his side. And here's the statement from his family, and it's really beautiful. And I really like how the passing of Chadwick was given to us by his family and not by, you know, the news or, like TMZ or some tabloid magazine it came straight from his family and I'm gonna read the statement it's kind of long but I think it's really beautiful so it says this it is with immeasurable grief that we confirm the passing of Chadwick Boseman Chadwick was diagnosed with stage three colon cancer in 2016 and battled with it these last four years as it progressed to stage four a true fighter Chadwick persevered through it all and brought you many of the films you have come to love so much From Marshall, to the Five Bloods, August Wilson's Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, and several more, all were filmed during and between countless surgeries and chemotherapy. It was the honor of his career to bring King T'Challa to life in Black Panther. He died in his home with his wife and his family by his side. The family thanks you for your love and prayers and asks that you continue to respect their privacy during this difficult time. So I really love that. And... You know, a little bit about Chadwick Boseman. He was an American actor who broke onto the scene by playing an instrumental role, basically in defining the current culture around superhero movies and uh, black actors in lead roles. So he is a graduate of Howard University in Washington, DC. And he played some of the greats in black history by coming on screen as Jackie Robinson and James Brown and Thurgood Marshall. And as we all know, the King of Wakanda, T'Challa, in Black Panther. He made international waves portraying this character, which made his loss something that really was felt all around the whole world. And if you don't know who the Black Panther is, Black Panther is a Marvel comic book hero. And I just wanna give you a couple things about the character because Black Panther has really grown so much to mean a lot to so many people. Black Panther was the first mainstream black superhero in comic books. So he was introduced to us in 1966, and basically before him, there were no black superheroes in comic books. And after him, we started seeing a few more. It was still dominated by white males, basically. Uh, But after him, we started seeing more superheroes, like Falcon, who is in the Avengers movies, if you've seen those. And then we got Luke Cage, we even got john stewart who is in the dc comic book world uh but he was the first black man to portray the the green lantern so black panther was written and created by jack kirby and stan lee who have basically created every marvel superhero that we can think of at this time Uh, and he kind of arose alongside the rise of the black panther party So there were definitely political undertones to the writing of Black Panther, but Stan Lee has straight up said that, you know, we didn't name him Black Panther because of the Black Panther Party. I I think Stan Lee said that he read some comic book outside of Marvel where they made mention of a character named the Black Panther. So Stan Lee liked that. Uh, But, you know, to think that comic books don't already have political undertones to them, is a little wrong because if you think of captain america you know captain america is seen as this patriotic symbol of america and the military and american strength but in a lot of ways captain america was kind of a critique of nationalism in america so comic books were and still are political but anyways black panther introduced us also to the fictional nation of wakanda and what's interesting and cool about wakanda is that it is this bastion of technological advances due to their usage and harvesting of the metal known as vibranium so if you've seen the black panther movie you know that they have medical advances and scientific advances and just technology that is beyond anything outside of you know it's just incredible stuff i mean in the movie martin Freeman who is also Bilbo, (laughs) Bilbo in the Hobbit movies, Uh, Martin Freeman gets shot in his spine and basically he's gonna be paralyzed, but Wakanda, the people in Wakanda, Letitia Wright, Shuri, was able to heal him immediately because of how advanced their technology is in Wakanda. Because of how advanced they were as a country, they felt that they had to conceal their advances and hide their country from the mainstream world so as to not be affected by colonialism. So once again, if you've seen the Black Panther movie, you notice that Wakanda is covered by this force field. Uh, So if you want to go to Wakanda, you have to fly your ship basically into a mountainside, but it's actually, you know, you flying into Wakanda. T'Challa was also a successful person in his own right. He was educated and he was athletic. And he had incredible leadership qualities. I think he went to like Harvard and Oxford and was just really smart in science and math and everything like that. Little cool side note, Black Panther was married to Storm from the X-Men. So Storm ends up becoming the queen of Wakanda. Uh, But Black Panther had incredible powers and you get those powers by eating the heart-shaped herb that they have in Wakanda. And that gives you heightened abilities such as agility and strength and speed and reflexes exactly like you know what a panther would have um it also gives you the knowledge and access to the ancestors basically uh who were previous black panthers so t'challa is able to call upon the wisdom of every black panther before him and if you've seen avatar the last airbender it's kind of similar to that where Aang can call upon all the other avatars for wisdom and guidance. But Black Panther was important for more than being just an incredible superhero. You know, basically ninety-nine percent, <laughs> something like that, of all superheroes that we like to follow are white males. Uh, I I can't really think of any black females that have been superheroes other than Shuri and Storm. Um, and if you know any more, then like let me know. But White males dominate uh, comic books. And while I can't speak on behalf of the entire black community, from what I've read and from what I've seen, Black Panther was significant for the black community in a ton of ways. And I'm not going to just sit here and speak off what I think. So I wanted to talk to a good friend of mine, Kyra, about what Black Panther meant to her and what Chadwick Boseman meant to her. So I think she brings a really great perspective and she makes it clear makes it clear that she doesn't speak on behalf of the entire black community she only speaks for herself um but i think she does say a lot of great things and i had a really good time talking to her she's really smart and she's really good with her words um so here's my conversation with kyra kyra how's it going
1: it's going it's going well
0: uh, tell me a little bit about what you do. I know you worked in Richmond with CHAT for a while, right? hmm Tell me what you did.
1: Yeah, so I worked um, at a nonprofit called Churchill Activities and Tutoring for two years. Um, I was one of the, like, program leads um, with the high school students. Uh, so I helped to lead the after-school program for them. Um So that pretty much kind of just looked like uh, kids would come after school, we would help them with a little bit of homework help. Um, During my second year, we tried to try to make that time a little bit more intentional. So we were trying to plan out like fun activities that we could do with the kids and and try to incorporate that kind of about around like once a month ish. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, yeah.
0: Are you still working with them? Or are you still like volunteering? Or what do you do now?
1: right so um i actually don't work with them anymore um once i started grad school i kind of okay. i kind of took over oh, um, yeah
0: school is a lot <laughs> school
1: is a lot school is a lot but um but yeah right now i'm kind of just doing doing grad school I'm studying to get my master's of social work um and i've also been working at the health department kind of with the the whole covid thing so i'm actually one wow. of the people who who calls you if you test positive and try and get all that information and stuff? Yeah.
0: I feel like that's such hard work. Like <laughs> that's gotta be scary for some people. Like, hey, uh, you just tested positive for coronavirus. Like, is that weird at times?
1: <laughs> it is. It is very weird. Um, it's definitely not my favorite thing to do. I'm sure, it's But I just not. feel like I feel like I'm bothering people. I'm just like, hey, I'm sure you already know this, but. <laughs> <laughs> Right? and then like have to gather all this information so i'm like asking them kind of personal questions about like who they've been around what they've been doing for the past like couple yeah. weeks so we can kind of like track and see if there are any patterns and things like
0: that has it gotten like are you making less positive phone calls than when you started or is it still about the same
1: i'd say it's still about the same
0: all right take note yeah. everyone it's still the same <laughs> so do better
1: everyone uh, wear a mask
0: wear a mask make, sure as much as possible. make your mask look cool or something like exactly. it, it works um Kyra I wanted to talk to you about Black Panther because before we started recording you told me you've seen the movie how many times
1: I would say about eight it's probably more than that but I feel like eight is what I can I
0: can think eight of eight times tell me about the first time you saw it, what was it like the first time you saw it?
1: So the first time I saw it, I had the opportunity to see it with um, some of my friends who are a part of Urban Doxology actually. And um, I saw it on opening night and I just remember it being amazing. Like Mm -hmm. I was like, as soon as I left, I was like, I have to see this again Mm -hmm. because I feel like there's just so much in it. where I was like, it's it's too much to take in just from seeing it once. Uh, so that was just like an an amazing experience. It was really cool to be with the people that I saw it with um, for that first time. And then also just like getting to experience the film in you know, in the yeah. theater. And yeah, it was
0: sweet. So as we think about the announcement in early 2017 that Black Panther was happening, And it was going to feature a majority black cast and it had a huge lineup. Chadwick Boseman, who we can talk about later, uh, Lupita Nyong'o, Letitia Wright, Michael B. Jordan, the queen, Angela Bassett. Like it had everybody in it. Like, just tell me what, if it meant anything to you that this was going to be a majority black cast in a very white world of superhero movies, also directed by Ryan Coogler, who's a black Mm -hmm. man as well. Like, did that mean anything to you?
1: Yeah, I mean, I honestly it meant it meant everything. It was the first time where I felt like there was a superhero movie or really just kind of a movie like this where there was a majority black cast. And um, just, I feel like the thoughtfulness around the way that even some of like the early announcements coming out and just kind of building the hype. Cause I remember when I first heard about it, I was mostly just excited because, um, like, I I like the Marvel movies and I like superhero movies and like seeing Black Mm -hmm. Panther in Civil War. I was like, oh, this is gonna be so sweet. He's gonna get his own movie. Um, And so, kind of, that was some of the initial hype. But leading up to it and kind of just seeing um, a lot of my friends who are who are also Black, just being super excited about the fact that it is a majority Black cast. Um, And that kind of meant a
0: lot. Yeah, I saw, I mean, the response that even just the trailer, when the trailer came out, the response that I saw from my Black friends was something that I really had never seen for any movie, really. Uh, Like, when you saw the trailer, like, did you experience Mm -hmm. that as well?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think seeing the trailer definitely um, set the bar of hype for me. And, like, there was a Uh part of me that was, like, I, I don't want to get too hyped because I don't want to be disappointed if it's not like everything that this trailer made it seem like because um, I feel like a lot of times with movies that kind of happens like you see the trailer and you're like oh this movie's gonna be amazing and then you yeah. see it and you're like I mean it was like it was a good movie but uh-huh. it didn't really live up to the hype in the way that I wanted and I feel like with this movie seeing the trailer I was like super excited and then seeing the movie I think it definitely did live up to the hype
0: for me yeah. at least. When we think about, you know, representation in Hollywood, was that on your mind as well when you, when you watched the movie? In terms of, because I, I saw a, a stat the other day, and I could be a little off, but it was like sixty-eight percent of black men that are like cast in secondary roles in movies are like usually cast as like a bad guy or like a thug or like something like that. Cool. And then to see Black Panther, where everyone who's in a major role. Is a black person. Um, I, I feel like you know it shifted the tides a little bit. Did you do, you do? you agree with that or not?
1: Yeah, yeah. I definitely think that it did. I think when I first saw it, that wasn't on my mind too much. I think I was just really okay. excited around the fact that like there's a bunch of black people in it and like it's a black movie. Yeah, you don't like, immediately like, go
0: in thinking right? about the social justice implications. <laughs> you just like I'm here right. to see a dope superhero movie. Right. And then I can think right. about the other stuff. Chadwick Boseman just recently passed away. Amazing actor, and so many different roles. Um, When he died, I mean, I was telling you earlier, like, I I cried a lot, because I I really like Chadwick Boseman. Why do you think his death really was significant for a lot of people?
1: I remember, I was actually at my friend's house. um, And I feel like there, there's like a lot of kind of different layers to why for me, like it was such, like I, fe- I felt so devastated by it. Um, I feel like that week just leading up was a really like emotionally draining mm-hmm. week as well with the news about Jacob Blake and, and then um, Kyle, I forget his last name. Um, and just yeah. seeing all the things happening in Kenosha and, like, feeling like by the end of the week, like, I was hanging out with some of my friends, we were playing this card game, and, like, it felt like there was, like, a sense of joy in the room. We were all, like, laughing, and then, like, one of my friends looked at her phone, and she was, like, Chad McBosen just passed away. And initially, without even, like, like, my eyes watered up immediately. Like, mm-hmm. it was just, like, what? What do you mean? Um, like, when we were, like, trying to figure out if that was real, and and once the the reality of it set in and we figured out that it was real um it was just like kind of like the air was like sucked out of the room I feel like all of us in there were just in shock like we didn't know what to do um mm-hmm. and I think it was kind of like the the week that we had in just 2020 as a whole has just seemed 2020 like is the worst is the worst <laughs> and I think <laughs> I think um for me specifically, as a Black person, just thinking about um, how how much on blast like racial injustice has been this mm. year, um, and it just seems like like more than ever Black people are dying, in just this way that like even with Kobe at the beginning of the year, where yeah. it's like things that just seem like so out of the ordinary, like we nobody knew. Um, really that uh Chadwick was um stage four and cancer and like
0: I saw so many posts going around that said for the last four years he's been dealing with stage four colon cancer and in that time he did Black Panther he did did Infinity War he did Endgame he did uh this recent movie The Five Bloods the new Spike Lee movie that just came on Netflix like I mean this guy just the embodiment of perseverance and he was also a very faith-filled man right like, he had a lot of faith in god and he, he knew that the lord would, would see him through this
1: i don't usually like to speak on uh, like on behalf of the black community because that's very true I, I, yeah I don't, <laughs> don't mean to put that on you <laughs> no no you know you're good you're good yeah. like i'm just like a firm believer in, in recognizing individual experiences and totally. how everybody's experience is unique um but i would say as someone who is a member of the black community and um a black woman it was just like i feel like he and i saw this uh recently um it was an interview that he was doing and he was talking about how um the roles that his agents were originally bringing to him were like the typical uh stereotypical black people roles like someone who was like a single father or like somebody's Mm -hmm. father who left them or things like that and he um didn't want to play those roles and he was like i'm gonna wait until i can play something that's like bigger than that um and so i feel like he really embodied um just a lot for the for the black community and uh, seeing seeing black people in a way that was more than just what we're
0: stereotypically seen as you shared a meme or is it a meme i guess it's a little comic strip on facebook about a kid it was a comic strip about a kid who was holding his black panther toy uh-huh. and he was saying my king is is gone um and then t'challa comes out as the black panther and says now you are the king um and that that really was really heartwarming uh and then we started seeing a bunch of pictures of kids on facebook holding have you seen these little kids yeah. holding, uh Oldies. funerals with all their action figures of the Avengers. Yeah. I was like, gosh, this is so sad. This is so beautiful. He meant so much to kids. Why do you think he meant that much to such a younger generation?
1: I would say it's because um he was a superhero and he was also like a really cool superhero.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so I think especially for... For young black kids, um, they saw themselves kind of in a way in him, um, and I I feel like representation is super important in that way, um, mm-hmm. because for for really the first time ever, um, and I know uh, Spider-Man to the Spideyverse came out, um, awesome. Movie of, as well. Yeah, it's a great movie, and I feel like those to like young black kids being able to see themselves as superheroes, um, just like meant meant everything and is probably why.
0: Have you heard that Letitia Wright, so Shuri is supposed to take on, well not Letitia Wright, but Shuri in the comic books takes on uh, the role of Black Panther. Is that something that you would be kind of cool to see?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be, that'd be super cool. I think even like when I had originally watched Black Panther, that was kind of like, like my response. I'd be like, oh, it'd be so cool if like in the next one, um, there's like Shuri is taking over or some way and like he's passing kind of the baton off to her. I think that would be, um, super awesome. Um, and I still, I still feel that way. I'm just like, i feel like i'm still just like hurt that he's gone in in real life um so it feels a little bit different uh Mm -hmm. to me um and also feels like like 2018 only a couple years ago Mm -hmm. So it's like we just got we just got black panther and so this feels like such a huge blow because we just gotten like a black superhero well
0: kyra i just wanted to get your perspective on this because You're someone, like I was saying earlier, that I just love your prophetic voice and the work that you've done and the things that you say. Uh, So if you're not friends with Kyra on Facebook, go friend her on Facebook because she says a lot of good stuff. But thank you for coming on and thank you for sharing a little bit about uh, this movie, this person, and and kind of what it's meant to uh, a large group of people.
1: Yeah, thanks so much, you. Thanks for having
0: me. All right. Take care. Thanks to Kyra for coming on the pod today. I want to end today's episode with a statement from Ryan Coogler, who is the director of Black Panther. He put out a great statement about Chadwick Boseman's death. And here's a little piece that I think really encapsulates what a lot of us feel about who Chadwick Boseman was. So he writes, in African cultures, we often refer to loved ones that have passed on as ancestors. Sometimes you were genetically related, sometimes you were not. I had the privilege of directing scenes of Chad's character, T'Challa, communicating with the ancestors of Wakanda. We were in Atlanta in an abandoned warehouse with blue screens and massive movie lights, but Chad's performance made it feel real. I think it was because from the time that I met him, the ancestors spoke through him. It's no secret to me now he was able to skillfully portray some of our most notable ones. I had no doubt that he would live on and continue to bless us with more, but it is with a heavy heart and a sense of deep gratitude to have ever been in his presence that I have to reckon with the fact that Chad is an ancestor now. And I know that he will watch over us until we meet again. You can read the full statement on marvel.com. It's really beautiful. Thanks for listening this week, everybody. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And in the meantime, you can hit subscribe. You can rate me. You can review. You can share it with all your friends. I love doing this, and I love hearing what you all have to say. So thanks for listening to the Real Friends Podcast. Catch you all next time.